Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, brothers and sisters. Thus should one regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Now it is, of course, required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. It does not concern me in the least that I be judged by you or any human tribunal. I did not even pass judgment on myself. I am not conscious of anything against me, but I do not thereby stand acquitted. The one who judges me is the Lord. Therefore, do not make any judgment before the appointed time until the Lord comes, for he will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will manifest the motives of our hearts, and then everyone will receive praise from God. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, The disciples of John the Baptist fast often and offer prayers, and the disciples of the Pharisees do the same, but yours eat and drink. Jesus answered them, Can you make the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come, and when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast in those days. And he also told them a parable. No one tears a piece from a new cloak to patch an old one, otherwise he will tear the new, and the piece from it will not match the old cloak. Likewise, no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins, and it will be spilled, and the skins will be ruined. Rather, new wine must be poured into fresh wineskins. And no one who has been drinking old wine desires new, for he says, the old is good. The Gospel of the Lord. In 1962, in Rome, the Second Vatican Council A meeting of the world's bishops convened to discuss the church in the modern world. One of the topics discussed was fasting and abstinence. In 1962 in Cincinnati, Ohio, a young entrepreneur was struggling to keep his business open. A few years earlier, he had answered a tiny ad in the newspaper and bought into a small franchise opportunity with a fledgling hamburger restaurant named McDonald's. It was just him, his wife, and maybe a couple other employees working at the restaurant. And Fridays were his worst days. He made next to no money on Fridays. You see, Cincinnati was full of Catholics. It was a Catholic town. The man's neighborhood was 87% Catholic. And Catholics did not eat hamburgers on Friday. Catholics ate no meat of any kind on Fridays. So in 1962, the restaurant owner, who himself was Catholic, invented the Filet-O-Fish sandwich. It saved his business. And he went on to own 43 McDonald's all over Ohio and elsewhere. In 1965, the McDonald's Corporation started offering the Filet-O-Fish sandwich worldwide. Now, this is interesting. The Vatican Council, which started in 1962, finally ended in December of 1965. And then, just two months later, 
in February of 1966, Pope Paul VI, breaking with centuries of traditional practice, declared that Catholics could opt out from abstaining from meat on all regular Fridays of the year. However, if they did opt out, Catholics were supposed to perform some other act of penance on Fridays in lieu of abstaining from meat. That other act of penance, however, was never really specified. It was left up to local bishops to decide the penance. And the bishops basically just told people to, well, do whatever they wanted. Now, too many options can sometimes be a bad thing. You see, today, most Catholics do not abstain from meat on Fridays, nor do they do other penance on Friday. Why? We could contend that it is a problem of optionitis. When too many options come into play, people tend to forget what the rules are altogether. Today's gospel passage is about fasting. And fasting, like so much of our Catholic heritage, has fallen on hard times these past 50 years. But Christ, in today's passage, did not have a problem with the Pharisees because they fasted. The problem was that their fasting was not benefiting them spiritually. From the most ancient of times, Christians fasted on Friday. And both Matthew and Mark detail how Christ had to cast out an evil spirit that his disciples could not. When they asked why they had failed, Christ told them that this particular spirit could only be cast out by prayer and fasting. Catholics should once again consider fasting. The first step is to start abstaining from meat on Fridays. That way there is a real concrete penance and not a hazy watered-down option. And abstaining on Fridays at restaurants, work, social gatherings is an excellent way to restore lost Catholic identity and witness. Will we just be calling attention to ourselves by abstaining from meat in public? Will this offend others? Well, that depends if we are calling attention to ourselves or are calling to mind our sins. And as far as offense is concerned, the time really has come to stop worrying about offending people. Look around at our offensive pagan world. On the scale of offense, does abstaining from one item of food on your plate really rate that high? Christ is the one who died for us on Calvary, not these other people who might be offended or, or who might snicker at what is actually a very mild religious practice. There's an evil wind blowing in the world today. It is manifesting itself in all sorts of perversions, abominations, and hellish lunacy. What will it take to cast this demonic spirit out? Prayer and fasting, perhaps. Christ encouraged it. Maybe we can start making reparation by abstaining on Fridays, the day the bridegroom was taken from us. We can witness to our faith and make reparation for our sins and the sins of the world. <laughs> 